I don't know if I can make it through this podcast without crying. I'm just putting it out there. Hi, guys. Welcome back. It's Reassembly Required, and today we're doing Avengers Infinity War. Um, It's going to get very emotional. So here we go. Some information straight up. Let's just get straight into this Mm -hmm, thing. mm -hmm. Okay. So released, um, the premiere was April 23, 2018. Uh, and it was really wild release was April 27, 2018. Um, it had a budget of 316 to $400 million and it raked in a $2.048 billion at the box office. This is a big one. It is directed by the Russo brothers again uh, and Marcus and McFeely are backed with the script, which is weird because I actually really enjoyed this script as opposed (laughs) to any of their other work. Um, It was was pretty good. Okay, so let's just get straight into it. So usually we get a title card, we get a song, we get the Marvel fanfare. Um, This just pulls us straight into reality because over the title card there is distress signals from the Asgard ship from the end of Ragnarok. Mm. And straight like you're straight in it's like this is going to be no holds barred everyone come along for what is about to ensue which is absolute carnage like i'm fine thank you that's thanks for the invite um so the sakaran vehicle has been cut in half um so half of asgard as a people are dead hamdal is there laying injured and then we eat we we, we, we eat <laughs> we don't eat we meet uh, one of the children of thanos ebony Moor. Um, who I don't like because he talks like a bad Shakespearean actor and I just want to punch him <laughs> in the face. Um, Thanos is up front and centre straight away. Um, Thor has basically been defeated at this point. Um, he's, like, battered and bruised. Um, and at this point, Thanos already has the power stone. He then says that he's going to kill Thor and Loki's like, yeah, straight up do it. Been waiting for this for years. And then we actually see Loki's heart. He can't go through with seeing his brother killed, so he stops. Um, I love that this... (laughs) Poor Sarah's already emotional. Um, So the script calls back to... Avengers where like we have a Hulk but this time it's like instead of them saying it to Loki they're saying it to him he's saying it like to Thanos which is kind of cool and great and also I remember watching this in the movie and I was just so on the edge of my seat because I'm like this guy's dead like straight up like this can't I'm just I'm so scared I'm so scared for life um Hulk comes in and is amazing and is Hulk but he gets his ass kicked like he straight up gets his ass kicked by Thanos uh, and then Idris, I put here, or Heimdall, um, he gets the Hulk out of there using the Bifrost um, and is killed. And it's heartbreaking. <laughs> they just put the um, the sword straight through Heimdall. Oh, Sarah. I love <laughs> Here so we much. go. And I'd just like to point out, this is the first four minutes yeah, of this literally. movie. All this, of the straight up This murder. is intense. Um... So, Loki then appears seemingly out of nowhere, and I'd just like people to remember that fact. Mm. He, he walks out of this corner where he never was, so I'm like, that's very interesting. Gives over the Tesseract, and they bring, they get the space Which zone. Which is like, oh, yeah. how did you get that? Um, so, he... Stole it obviously when he was getting Surtur's head from Ragnarok. He then um, Thanos then gets the stone out of Tesseract, and then Loki goes to kill him, 
calling himself Odin's son for the first time, which is just terrible, um, and he is murdered, plainly. Straight up. In front of Thor. Um, it's just, it's heartbreaking. It's the only thing I can say. Like, we That's just had this, lucky. I know, we just had this movie where, which is really funny because Avengers, like, he was just brutal as fuck. I still loved him. And then. Yeah, genuinely. It's <laughs> <laughs> only because he's a better actor than yeah. anyone. Um, but it just shows you, like, even with Thanos in the motion capture with Josh Brolin and whatever, the type of actors that they're getting in to do this stuff to make it believable. Like, I had the disfortunate pleasure of watching <laughs> the 1990 Captain America movie two weeks ago, and Matt Salinger, who plays Steve Rogers, um, it's, it's just he's just not an actor who could have pulled anything like this off. Like, mm. the way that they've come around this calibre of people, and this is why, because we've got a character who's done the whole gamut from evil to now loving brother and he's fucked up and and he's, he's fucking killed him. yeah terrible um okay so hulk is headed to ny we see the sanctum centaurum strange and wong having some banter about some food and then hulk comes straight in through the roof he's now banner we then go straight to pepper and tony now when was the last time we saw tony everyone Spidey? Yep, speak up. <laughs> Sorry, Spider-Man, where he proposes. Yep. Um, what did we learn about Tony through Spider-Man? That he's the bomb.com. Yep. <laughs> and we also learned that he really loves Peter. Yeah. Okay. So Tony is now talking about having a family with Pepper, straight up. Because of Peter, because he's yep. the cutest Yeah. He's really enjoyed his experience of basically parenting Peter. <laughs> yeah. And now he's like, are you having a baby? Like, I had a dream. And he's like, no, we're not <laughs> having thing. a baby. And, you know, maybe we should. And she's like, well, then you wouldn't have put that thing on your suit, which is part oh. of the bleeding edge thing. And he's like, no, but I'm doing it to protect future us's. It's the way he said it. And I'm like, okay, I like that. Um, then Doctor Strange turns up and says, I need you to come with me now. Oh, by the way, congratulations on the wedding, <laughs> which I think is cute. Um, Wong then explains the Infinity Stones again, but in a better way than anyone has explained the Infinity which Stones makes so us far. Understand um, the pacing in this show is incredible. This is like 10, 15 minutes in. The amount of stuff that's happened, the way that it's moving, I just, I, I really enjoy the way that it's put together. It yeah. doesn't stop. It has kept going. Um, they then talk about the Ben and Jerry flavours, the Hulka, Hulka, <laughs> Burn and Fudge. Uh, and then there was the Tony Stark one. I can't remember, but I love that there's, like, Avenger flavours, yeah. Ben and Jerry's. Is that a real thing? Could it be a real thing? I want it to be a real, real thing? thing. If it could be a real thing in October. I love that. <laughs> when we're in America, yeah. yeah, that would be great. Thank you. So what they've worked out is, okay, so these Infinity Stones are going to make him invincible. Oh, one of our Avengers has one stuck in his head. Rather we should probably go and Find get that. that. Fella. Who would know where Vision is? Because Vision's gone off grid for the past two weeks. Mm, Steve Rogers might know. <laughs> but then um, Tony says to Bruce that they're like the Beatles, they've broken up, which is weird, yeah. but also very funny. Um, but I kind he, of love that line. So do I. <laughs> but I also love that it's how many years later and he's carrying around the flip phone still. Come on. How good is Tony? See, how could you ever have doubted him, Sarah? <laughs> Sorry, I hate myself, I know. <laughs> so he pulls the phone out and we get some of the um, Captain America theme happening. But before he can call Steve, something starts bum, bum, bum. shaking uh, and New York is under attack again. 
because Standard. they've come for the time stone, which happens to be around Doctor Strange's neck. But he's so arrogant, he's like, oh, they'll never get this off me. Yeah, it's idiot. fine. It's an, unbra- it's an unbreakable spell. Whatevs. Um, so that happens. Then I've got... We cut to someone having amazing spider senses. We see the spider senses tingling for the first time ever. All of Peter's <laughs> hair stands up on end. He says to Ned, can you cause a distraction? Which he doesn't need to because he looks out and sees the huge He's spacecraft. He's like, we're all going to die. <laughs> um, so Spidey comes to join the fight. I love that when they get to Ebony Moore and the rest of the children of Thanos, he calls him Squidward from SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah. I think is great. Um, Hulk won't come out to play. Uh, and Tony says, you're embarrassing me in front of the wizards, which I think <laughs> is a fantastic line. Um, Tony's bleeding edge suit is a little bit hot, and I can see why Katie voted to fuck him in Fuck, Marry, Kill. Thank mm. you. Like, the way he did that, the way it kind of turned and everything kind of sucked in, I'm like, oh, yeah, baby. Bit of a deal. Um, and then Spidey turns up. Yay! Yeah. Um, so they all have a bit of a fight, and dear, uh, Doctor Strange is so arrogant, um, but he actually gets his ha- ass handed to him, which is good. It's nice to see him not taken down a peg, but that kind of shattered a little bit. But he's kind of always been arrogant. Oh, 100%. Kind of but the cape <laughs> just saved him. Yeah, the, the cape, cape was his <laughs> life. The cape is my Chloe. Yes, <laughs> aren't you? She's like, no, nah, I don't want to do anything for you. Um... <laughs> He then says to Friday, please deploy 17A because Spidey gets sucked up with Doctor Strange and we find out that 17A is the Iron Spider suit, which Spidey said no to at the end of Homecoming. It's now on him so he can breathe in out of space. He also says... Stupid kid, but I love him. He also says to send him home to Friday too, but um, he manages to override that protocol and ends up on the spaceship with them. Um, so Spidey gets swept away. Tony goes up. Tony and Pepper's phone call makes me cry for life. Um, and then Bruce gets the phone, gets the flip phone and says to Wong that he's going to make a call. He's coming, ladies and gentlemen. He's on his way. <laughs> he looks fine as We him. then get, and I'm going to be bold and just say this outright, I love the Guardians of the Galaxy in this film. Yeah. More than their own films. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get some different I think directors they have on board. Like good people to work off as well. Yeah, but also different direction, like different. Yeah, so directors. that's what I meant. Like directors, writers, whatever. Yeah. Like everything is just yeah. better in this film. Um, so they're cruising along in their new ship, the Benatar. Named after 80s pop sensation Pat Benatar, <laughs> after the Milano was um, completely ruined in Guardians De. They're singing along to a rubber band man, and it's really interesting to see how Gamora's loosened up. Like, mm. she's really into the song, loved it. Um, they're following the distress signal, and Quill shows what a dick he is because he's there to Standard. get some money and fly a ship. Anyway, they say dead as guardians everywhere, just floating in space. Next thing, Thor just arrives on their windshield. Yeah. Boom, <laughs> and then his eye opens. Um... I love that they compare Thor to Quill, as in, like, no, you're one sandwich away from fat. This man is, like, <laughs> a pirate's had sex with an angel or something. <laughs> it was really cool. Um, Thor and Rocket are life. Yeah. Mm. They are life. And the way he calls him, just, oh, yeah, I'm going to go with the pirate angel, is just, <laughs> I love it. Thank now, you for each other, but just the, the only thing is when he says farewell and good luck, morons, because Rocket has said, you know, there's one of you and there's, like, a large selection of morons here. 
Thor uses the term moron as not an insult. It sounds like he's using it as in it's a term for a collective group of people. <laughs> but he called Hulk a moron at the end of Ragnarok. So I'm like, oh, uh, we maybe should... He that... He under, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not delivered like that, and I'm like, that's maybe something that should have been looked at. That's just something. <laughs> uh, we then end up, and Wanda and Vision have obviously just banged, and I find it disgusting. <laughs> Because he's looking out a window and she's still in bed. And I'm like, oh, I really don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> um, but he actually looks like a human being. He actually looks like Paul Bettany at the moment. He is phasing, apparently, he's learnt to do, which makes him look more human-like, which must give him a penis, I guess, if they're in <laughs> bed together. Ugh, yuck. But also, he's got a bit of a package when he's vision as well, you know, like. I can't say that I've actually noticed Sarah. (laughs) I haven't looked. Mm, No. Um, So they go for a walk in the beautiful nighttime Scotland and they see a a TV that's, well, they do see a kebab shop, Um, but they see a TV which says that Tony Stark is missing and that there's been an attack on. What's that place called? New York. And they're like, ah, shit. And because they're ones with Cap's team and ones with Iron Man's team, they're like, yeah, we better go. We want to stay with each other, but obviously shit needs to happen. And in that romantic moment in the back, there's a huge sign that says, we will deep fry your kebab. (laughs) (laughs) It's the one thing that Gareth and I noticed, and we were like, what? (laughs) Why is that so prominent? Um, But thank you for my send-off, Russo Brothers. That was We appreciate it. Production design team. Loving it. (laughs) Um, So they're they're looking for the Mind Stone and he gets absolutely stabbed by some guy who's after it, one of the children of Thanos. Uh, And as happens with Wanda, destruction of beautiful places then occurs. Like, beautiful sandstone going all over the place. Terrible. So they end up at a train station um, and all of a sudden this train goes past and the chick that she's fighting is like, oh, I see something in the shadows. Oh, what could that be? And lust happens. (laughs) Hot stuff. Captain America. Looking bloody excellent. With the most amazing hair and the most amazing beard just walks out of the shadows with the saddest eyes known to mankind. And I'm just like, be in me. Be in me now. <laughs> that was Sarah choking on her dream. I was not expecting him to look like it. I remember when the trailer first dropped and I'm like, you can't do this to me. I already love him. <laughs> Sorry. And it's got really hot in here I all of a sudden. Genuinely think his suit is the hottest thing known to man. His as well. style, because it's gone darker because mm. he's, and like, it's quite obvious he has, has ripped the star off. Mm. It's not like we've cut this, like it's been ripped out and I'm like, fuck, I would have been like to have been a part of that. Okay. I would have ripped it off. Absolutely. Um, and he's tried to get rid of the stripes. He's like, I don't want to be anything about America. And people are trying to say that he is, um, Steve Rogers goes AWOL in the comics mm-hmm. and he's known as Nomad. But Nomad's outfit is actually very similar to Thor's. So I'm like, uh-uh, they yeah. would have done that. Yeah. And he's not Nomad. And people still call him Captain and he still responds, responds to it. Yeah. So He's just Captain Avenger. Let's no. ca- Captain <laughs> Avenger. Captain Hulk, which is my, <laughs> my nan's favourite. Um, <laughs> his styling is everything. Now, I don't know about you girls, but I saw this in the movies oh, maybe five to seven times. Like, oh. I saw it. I Can't was, say we... We pretty that. intensely. Yeah. Um, the first time that we saw it, so we saw it on opening day, 
when he walked out of the shadows, apart from me going, <gasps> and, like, gasping and, like, holding on to Gareth, people cheered in the cinema. Like, they full-on applauded <laughs> and clapped. And that happened every time that we saw it until the last time. Like, I never realised Cap was such a big thing to people. Oh, for real. But, um, for, for reals. Yeah. Kevin for reals. Hart for real. Like, real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, imagine Kevin Hart in this movie. Um, Black Panther, here we go. Then we see Falcon and B-dubs and they get in on it and, and Black Widow's got that terrible hair. Um, yeah, not okay. It's I filthy. I understand that they're trying to go incognito, though, which is funny, though, because Wanda looks like Wanda yeah. <laughs> and Falcon looks like Falcon so whether it's just they're out no, after Steve, and, Steve and Natasha um, then we flash back to how Gamora ended up with Thanos just cuts mm-hmm. after they defeat those people they get beamed up time and we find out um, and Zoe Saldana acts up a fucking storm and unfortunately she's acting against Chris Pratt while she does it saying if anything happens I need you to kill me <laughs> like it's so sad but so amazingly and she does it so intensely as well she, she's so good she's so good at it and Chris Pratt's like what? yeah yeah <gasps> So what's left of the Guardians end up back in nowhere at the Tivan collection um, with Benicia Del Toro, but Thanos is fucking with them because he's already got the Infinity Stone and he takes Gamora with him. Um, and that's a terrible scene where she's like, this is it, and she's like, do it. I said, do it. And he's like, you're asking too much of him. You can't. And then she says, I love you more than anything. And I'm like, he's not worth it. Um, he goes to shoot her, but bubbles come out. because I actually was so impressed with him. This was the best part of his whole thing that he actually yeah. went to do it. Yep. I was like, he won't do it. He surely is too yeah, late yeah. to do it. And he went to, and I was like, yes, yeah, so proud of him. Turns into bubbles. And I was like, like, not mad that she survived, but kind of mad that his, like, whole... His one moment. Heroic moment yeah. was destroyed like that. And, and he's lost her. Yeah. And, yeah, and, like, and he's lost her anyway. Like, so but at least, like, she gets to go seeing him doing yeah. what she asked, which I think is really I great. I do, however, love that he <laughs> he called him Grimace <laughs> after the big purple thing from McDonald's. <laughs> That's great. Um, and their unspoken thing, which they talk about, becomes spoken after she says, I love you, and he says, I love you too, which is a big step for him, I just yeah. want to say. Um, because he says, oh, the boyfriend, he says, I prefer to think of myself as a galaxy hopping, ass-kicking, long-term booty call, but <laughs> apart from that. Um, so Cap says where oh no black widow says where to and cap says home and they go back to the avengers headquarters now we've got a hologram ross um and he's saying as soon as you see them you to arrest them <laughs> Rody's like yeah whatever all over Shall it do. see you later um so they come in and then another sexy rousing speech from steve i say sexy this time rather than rousing because he's like i'm not asking for i've given up asking for permission and i will fight you if you try and stop me and i'm like we've already established that though Oh, hi, Steve. <laughs> My name's Jillian. Being assertive, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but sexy assertive. Mm-hmm. Like, with the beard and the hair and all. I love it. Um, so then he goes, and I think Rady says something like, you look like crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and Falcon goes, yeah, well, the hotels weren't exactly four-star. <laughs> and then good old Bruce comes out and says, I think you look fantastic. To Nat. And then they just have this little moment, but I'm like, I'll expand on the moment. Sarah's gone. Sarah's gone. Sarah's gone. I'm like, expand on the moment. Expand on the moment. Okay, so that's done. There's so much in this. Um, 
So they're talking about what they need to do with the Mind Stone and they're saying we probably need to get it out. How are we going to get it out? And Steve's like, well, Wakanda can probably... Oh, Sarah, I feel so sorry for you. She's really emotional right now. Sorry. Um, (laughs) So they're like, let's take it to Wakanda. Then we have a shot of Black Panther just taking a walk with his Imperial Guard, and then we see a beautiful white man farming on the farms of Africa. Sweet mercy. (laughs) Um, They put down a new arm just randomly, (laughs) and all of a sudden Bucky's on board. Yeah. Taking the fight to them. <laughs> That's my new 80s theme tune for the, the fight of Wakanda. It's the fight of Wakanda. Hey, if they're like Rocky movies, like is what the Black Panther guy does, then this needs like some type of rousing 80s. Mm. You've got oh, a okay. fight type anthem, I feel. Uh, we go back to Doctor Strange. Did we forget about him? I kind of did because so much has happened. Yeah. But at the same time. In three minutes. Yep. Uh, we go back to him. He's being tortured for the time stone. Bye-bye. And you know what? He's doing a pretty good job of putting up with it. Like, yeah. it's pretty terrible. Anyway, Spidey um, and Iron Man get him out of it by doing the Aliens play. <laughs> He's all about old movies. It's great. It's a really old movie. He's um, really great. <laughs> then all of a sudden, Spidey becomes an Avenger because they're stuck. They're like, we, can't get, we, we shouldn't take the stone back to Earth. We've got to look after it. Um, what's going to happen? So Spider-Man is basically stuck there and... He's like, fuck kid, you better listen and do what I say, like trying to keep you safe, but you're now technically an Avenger. Let's do this. And then the music plays, the Avenger music with good old Peter, and he just smiles and it's lovely. And then <gasps> Then we go, it just this thing just moves, like there's no tomorrow. Then we go to, oh look at the moon guys, it's coming up over the trees oh, and it's beautiful. See, it's like it's rising. Lana Del Rey, born to die style (laughs) over in Fenrir. We go to Gamora and Thanos. Um, He gives her a drink. So it's obviously that he cares about her, which is just makes it even shit because it's like you actually have emotion and feeling. I'm going to hate you right now. Yeah. But Nebula has been captured and tortured. Um, and then you're like, yeah, you son of a And unfortunately, um, because she doesn't have a brain, because he took it out, she has memory files, he's able to find out where Gamora had told her the soul stone was. Gamora, can you pull your head out of your asshole and not tell her? Um, like, he said that he'd found the soul stone, but she burnt the map, and then he's like, well, I'm going to kill her if you don't tell me, so she doesn't want to see her sister die. Kind of like Loki in the whole Thor deal, and she says it's on Vormir. You for sure just let me die. So Nebula like, doesn't die. And I've put shame. Uh, <laughs> I'm inclined to agree. Does putting it out there. Um, then Thor, Rocket, and Groot go to Nidavelli. Um <laughs> All the time, just for fun. Nidavelli, <laughs> Um which is called Vidinali by Thor. The first time he says it, Chris Hemsworth says it wrong, and they didn't pick it up. And you can hear it in the thing. It's quite funny. Um, so they go to forge a new hammer because obviously Hela has killed um, Hela, um, has killed Molnir. Um, awesome. And then he does this big, big speech about Rocket's like, okay, got to be the captain, got to talk this guy out of it if he doesn't want to do it because he's looking like shit and he's grieving. Um, and then he said, are you sure you're up for this? And he says, if I die, what more could I lose? And that's when we should have had a huge big picture of Jane Foster. Yes. Just put somewhere. Just saying. Because I love her and I miss her. Um, he gets a new eye. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> which Rocket just happens Shout to have because Rocket, Rocket he loves, loves his body parts. Rocket <laughs> loves his body parts. Um, and then we find that the dwarf that made the gauntlet had his hands then cut off by um, killed everyone and then had his um, the dwarf didn't kill everyone. Thanos killed Thanos everyone and then cut his hands off and made him stay there. And that's played by the wonderful Peter Dinklage. He plays uh, the everything except he is the most amazing human being ever. So I'm not mad. No, I love him so much. He's great. Um, Nebs breaks out. Well, pity you could have broken out before your sister had to give away where the the soul stone was. Um, So then I've got the wizard, the kid, and the playboy crash on Titan. That's a great (laughs) name for an album. Um, So now, yeah, so we've got Doctor Strange, Spidey, and that now actually on Titan, the planet itself, and then the Guardians come out to play, thinking that they're the ones that are working with Thanos. Yeah. And it's all very funny. And he's uh-huh. like, you're from Earth. He goes, I'm from Missouri. Missouri is on Earth, dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you see why Peter Quill has to be the way that he is when he works with Tony, Tony Stark. Stark. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, I think it works. Um, okay. So the dwarf says, I can't make you Molnir. Also, the best line in the entire film. Wise Gamora. <laughs> <laughs> Which is excellent. I know. Um, and then D- Doctor Strange finishes up, well, let me ask you this just one time. Like, <laughs> that's yeah, so, so good. That yeah, is the best yeah. interaction. Where is Gamora? Well, let me ask you this one time. Who is Gamora? Well, let me ask you this one time. Why is Gamora? <laughs> and then Doctor Strange goes, well, yeah, well, let me ask you this one time and actually ask the proper question. Yeah. Like, who are you? Like, it's great. Um, that and thank you, sweet rabbit. Yeah, that's, oh, God, that's excellent. Thank you, sweet rabbit. The one-liners in this entire film is just the Which is weird thing. because, um, like, Marcus and McFeely did the script and we all know that they've had shit scripts before, like yeah. places where things have fallen down, but this is so tight. So good. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, James Gunn, John Favreau and someone else who directed are executive producers on this, so I don't mm. know if they had says as in, okay, I'm gonna let's make this. So. Let's make this very much. That's going to need to change. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so then the dwarf says, I can't make you more near. I don't have that, but I can do Stormbreaker. Uh, which Rocket goes, hmm, that's a bit much. Now, Stormbreaker in the comics is actually the weapon um, that is wielded by Beta Ray Bill, the half-horseman. Oh, yeah. Um, who, was a, who was an adversary of... Not an adversary, a... Um, ally of Thor's, who everyone is very upset we never saw in these films, because he's a fantastic character. excellent. Yeah, he's got a horse head. And yeah. Of, yeah. Beta Ray Bill's great. Diversity, love it. Um, so he has to go into the star to make it, um, and when he does that, um, Groot gives up his arms. Which is the ballsiest thing for a little teenager. For a teenager to, to do, do, to like... realise, I'm going to put... I also love that the game that he's playing is called Space Defenders. Defenders. Yeah. How cool is... Oh, look at you two just like, oh! She's going to go again. Yes, basically. Just stopped crying. Yeah. Um, Okay, so then the Guardians and that are all going over like, that's a great plan, but how about I do the plan? Because it's not that great of a plan. Um, And Doctor Strange is actually using the time stones to see how they can win. So out of, oh, God, how many times was it? 615,000 or something? Okay, you know it because you answered it right on the thing. On on the BuzzFeed quiz. Y'all have heard about the BuzzFeed quiz, but I'm still angry Or is it 615 million and five or something like that? I think it's in five because I picked in one or something. Yeah. I picked an odd number. Their only chance of winning is one. Yeah. So at this point, he holds the key. He's seen it. He's seen everything. 
And then the fucker, instead he, of sharing it, decides to go and die. He has seen everything, like, but but he knows what. But he knows, and you can. And I've got to that. Like you see it in his face. Um, so then Thanos and Gamora are on Vormir, Sorry, and I just jump down at you. Then <laughs> all of a sudden, Red Skull is the guy who is the keeper, who has been tasked because he's cursed to look after the Soul Stone. Now I found that interesting. I thought that's an interesting callback. Blah 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 blah. But when you when I look into it a little bit more now, I'm like. If they have to get all the stones and go back and get all the stones, like, and Cap's the only one that can stop it, is it Cap who has to go to Vormir and what mm. does he sacrifice? And, like, if he's obviously facing off against Red Skull again. God, like, I hope it's Sharon. Is that <laughs> I think it's himself. Because he loves himself? Well, he, he loves what he can do for mm. people, so sacrificing that would be the thing mm. that's most precious to him yeah and then that is just a million times terrible in my book i think that would be even worse because his like first enemy is the one that has to yeah it's like bye bitch yeah like (laughs) yeah that's just look just a theory i'm putting out there could be wrong i just found it weird that they brought him him back back for that role yeah Yeah, okay it just seemed very random and just like oh here he is for five minutes. Um, so he guards the soul stone and then he says it's a soul for a soul. You've got to um, sacrifice the thing that you love the most. And Gamora's like, well, fuck you because you love nothing. But we've all seen how much he actually does love her. Yeah. Uh, and he throws her off the cliff I in one of the most distressing moments of the entire MCU. What I found with that was Gamora's, like, he obviously loves her. And I think I understand that she probably doesn't see that, but I think surely everyone can see that he loves her. Otherwise, he wouldn't have done all the things that he's done. Oh, I think everyone knew it was coming, but just when she's like, when she's like, fucking you love nothing, and he's like, yeah. He's like, "Mm, bye, and you're like, well, there goes my soul as well. Then you didn't see that. Um, Gamora's death physically affected me, and more so when I watched it just recently, because watching them all and watching her trajectory through the films, um, I was like this is fucking terrible because yeah. she's, like, a stand-up chick. Yeah. Like, yeah, I wasn't – yeah, it hurt. I'm just saying. Anyway, Steve and Bucky are reunited in Wakanda. Just kiss. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. It's like God watching now kiss. Yeah. <laughs> are you calling me God? Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, God, the things I would do. Anyway, anyway, anyway. anyway. Um, so Bucky's Wakandan outfit is actually um, – Hot. Yeah, wait. <laughs> it's actually modelled on his um, first Avenger outfit when you put them side by side. That's very How cute. cute. Yeah, yeah, that's cute. Um, best thing Black Panther is, ever says, get this man a shield. Mm-hmm. I cried a little bit from my vagina. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> Thought it was great. Now, the next couple of notes are a bit wonky because I was painting my fingernails, so I had to write left-handed. <laughs> I had this all planned. Um, Hulk, Bruce in the Hulkbuster suit was awesome. Now, remember when I said in Spider-Man Homecoming, when he was like, pack these things on the plane, the old Hulkbuster suit, the the magical thing in Steve's prototype, yeah. they actually used the old Hulkbuster suit. They've brought that with them from <laughs> Avengers HQ because it's been moved there by Happy. How good is that? Mm. See? Linking shit together. Making connections. Love it. Um, okay. Yes. 
So all of the Wakandans are ready to um, fight, and the Jabari tribe are there too. So we get Baku again. Um, Bucky and Steve having a bit of a quip with each other is everything to me. Um, the fight starts. Bucky actually kicks ass in this fight. So I remember what Gareth said about him being used in Civil War to, like, prove everyone else's, like, worth. worth. Um, but he actually does his own thing yeah. here. And him and Rocket, when he just picks up Rocket and, like, turns him around, I think that's great. And then he asks how much for the arm. And he's, like, <laughs> just walks away. He's like, I'm going to get that arm. <laughs> um, I think he's I great. The so comic relief that that... Little bugger racket, yeah. Entire movie. Um, Thor's arrival is pretty fucking impressive. Pretty impressive. He knows how to do an entrance. Yeah. So Thanos goes to Titan, and um, Tony's team puts their plan into action. Sorry, my brain just thought of this because Groot is able to pick up. The um, Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. Does that mean he's worthy of it, or does it have to be the hammer? I don't think it's the same thing. It doesn't work that way. With Storm, no, because it's whoever wields Molnir has the power of Thor. Yeah, but because that doesn't exist anymore, I don't think it's, it it's a have worthy the same thing. So it's, it's just, just like, that he he gets his power from Asgard and Asgardian things. So that's why he needed Stormbreaker yeah, okay. when he was dying okay. after being hit by the star. Cool. Yeah. I just wanted to clarify because I had noticed that Groot picked it up. But so Groot like, would oh, be worthy. Like, for sure, because yeah. he's a freshie. He's done nothing too bad. Yep. Um, I love that Tony can just read Quill like there's no tomorrow. The moment he lands in front of him after they've all got him, he's like, you have to cool it and you have to cool it now. And it's like, Fantastic. you know because you've been there. Like, yeah, I love it. I love it so much. Um, <laughs> Rocket and Bucky are life. Yep, I've said that. The girls kick ass, which is awesome. As per usual. Yep. Hell yeah. Um... Steve comes and kicks ass protecting Vision because they have to get rid of him because they broke into the um, Shuri trying to get it out of his head, so now it's still in his head. Um, Thanos gets the time stone whilst almost murdering Tony, can we just point out. I honestly thought he was gone. I thought, you're gone. You're out. See you later. Bye. Um, And then he's off to Wakanda. Um, so there is just lots of kicking of ass in Wakanda. Um, and just like Gamora and Quill, you've got Vision saying to Wanda, you need to destroy this, you need to destroy me. Um... And she actually tries really hard. Thanos just goes through them. Like, they all try to, like, keep out of... Keep him out of her way while she does it, and he just absolutely whatever. Ah, jokes on you, I've got the time. Then you get the moment where Cap stands up to him and actually holds the gauntlet in his hands. Now, in the comics, this is where he dies because it's like one person needs to stand up to you. Um, Yeah, as long as one person stands up to you, then that's fine. He then punches Cap in the face and he's gone. So when the punch happened at that point, I was like, he's fucking out, and the tears started. (laughs) Yeah. So I had thought Steve's gone at this point. And because it was so... It's like actual gone as opposed to snap Yeah, and because it was unceremoniously done as well, like they kept going on with the fight scene, I thought that is cold, a cold way to do that, but it makes sense with how the show has put together. Um, however, <laughs> um, Wanda ends up destroying the stone and then he uses the time stone to go back and then just take it straight out of whatever's head. Then Cap comes back 
holding his wounds and he's like, what's just happened? Where did he go? And I'm like, confused. And then with one word, life as we know it ends. <laughs> what's that one word, ladies and gentlemen? Steve. Steve. We pan and Bucky literally just disintegrates before us. <laughs> <laughs> and Steve kneels down and just puts his hand on the over the earth and at this point Gareth has gone cold and I look at him and I'm like I'm so sorry I'm so sorry I'm so sorry it was supposed to be mine I'm so sorry I was prepared for mine I'm so sorry I'm so sorry it was terrible and then it all starts to happen after the snap it all starts to happen Oh no, she's leaving the room because Bucky's gone. Okay, before it comes to Spider-Man. Oh, we need to, yeah, you need to come back because we need to talk about that. So yeah, I should have said that he gets the time stone, so he has all the stones, <clears throat> goes to kill everyone, and Thor comes in. MVP. Thor is the MVP of this movie. Which is surprising. Um, and Storm, sure. Stormbreaker goes straight into his chest and he says, I told you you would pay for that, which is after he killed Heimdall. He, Heimdall, he said, you'll pay for that. Um, and then he says, you should have got me in the head and he snaps. And then we don't know what happens. Um, so anyway. And then we see what happens. After the word Steve, we get in this order. Bucky, Black Panther, Groot, Wanda, Sam, Mantis, Drax, Quill. Then Doctor Strange looks at Tony and says, there was no other way. Which and you know. dissipates. So he knew what was going to happen. Just on that point, um, I would like to point out that at the start of the film, Doctor Strange was like, I'm not going to give up this stone to save you guys. Like, I'm not going to give up this stone to save you, Tony Stark. And that's yep. what he does. Because, because he's, he's seen, he's yeah, seen yeah, that yeah. he has to. So I just wanted to point out that, that was a very um, beautiful and dramatic moment. Noble of him. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Then everyone is gone and Tony just looks at this kid and he went, Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. And then Tom Holland in all his Englishness tries to do a homage to David Tennant in Doctor <laughs> Who by just stealing his dialogue <laughs> and says, I don't want to go. I'm so sorry, Mr. Stark. I don't want to go. And then the surrogate son just disappears in his arms. In his arms. So on Earth we have Steve, B-dubs, Bruce, Thor, Rhodey, Rocket and Okoye left. On Titan, we only have Tony and Nebula. We then see... bitch, why is she still alive? <laughs> we then end on the Avengers with Steve Rogers being defeated for the first time ever, just sitting on the ground, and he just says, my God. So he doesn't know what to do. Steve doesn't know what to do. Then Thanos walks through his little house, sits down and watches the sunrise like he said that he would. That's so bitch. How are we all feeling at this point? Wait, then baby Gamora comes up, doesn't she? Oh, no, that was when she when he snapped, after oh, yeah. he snapped, and she yeah. says... Was, at what cost? Um, um, what did it cost you? Yeah. And he says everything. It gets me. Yeah. Baby Gamora, like feels. baby Groot. Uh, at this time, Julian is an emotional mess watching this, um, which is why I think I haven't watched it since it's been in the cinemas yeah. because I just – it's, like, it's too daylight much. daylight in that time, whereas when you're in the cinema, it's okay to cry because it's dark and no one yeah. sees you. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. Um, are we ready to talk credits? Is there anything that anyone else wants to say? No. 
Okay. <laughs> we get no mid-credit sequence. There's no animated credits. It just comes up with their names. But we do get a piano version of the Avengers theme, and it says Avengers Infinity War, and then it just dissolves. Oh, no. <laughs> and then we go into the actual credits. Then we have the end credits. So it's Fury and Maria Hill driving, and oh, they're yeah. like, have you heard it from Tony? He's like, no, nope. oh, crap, we've got things in Wakanda. There's bogeys in Wakanda. Then um, there's a car crash in front of them, and they get out. They see the helicopter go into the building. People start what dissipating. And then Maria dissolves, and he's like, fuck this, gets out his little contraption that he's got, and then as he's sending a message on it, decides that he's going to dissipate. <laughs> we get a Samuel L. mother f- in, which is awesome, <laughs> like, well done. Drops the thing, and it says sending, and then the Captain Marvel thing comes up. Hell it's like yeah. an old-fashioned 90s pager. Um, so that's our introduction that she's on her way, which is amazing. Now, she's only two movies away. But she's a whole 12 months away as well, yeah. which is, like, yeah. huge. Um, and then it says, Thanos will return. I'd, I'd rather it <laughs> Mate, this movie. Oh, it was so full on. Like, so much happened. Um, but like I said, I thought the pacing was, like, freaking yeah. amazing. Oh, it was bloody excellent. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't find a slow moment. And I don't find a moment that I don't necessarily hate. Yeah. I feel like you have to be on the ball the whole time because it's just got so much information coming yeah. out of you. And they tell you that minute. straight away. The moment that distress signal hits over the title credit, you're like, fuck, we're in. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yep. Okay. Good. This no is no walk movie. in the park here. Yeah. So um, are we ready to score? Yeah. Yeah. Um, can someone tell me what Gareth gave it, please? Five. Five. Katie. Um, I'm going to give my first gauntlet. Yay! <laughs> well done, Katie. Well done. Such a solid film, hey? Yeah. For two hours and 23 minutes just to go... And to have information pumping every single one of those two hours and 20 minutes. Yeah. It's excellent. It's oh, so no, well it's done. It's gone again. And I can't... This is terrible. I'm going to have to do it that way. Oh, that's terrible if I've lost that piece of my computer. Um, I'm going to throw down the gauntlet. <laughs> Hell yes. Sarah. Gauntlet, bitch. Whoa. <laughs> if I get this emotional, it deserves a gauntlet. Uh, you know what? That's a true story. Mm-hmm. Um, and what did Scott give it? A five. A five. the boys suck. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a 5.6. Hey. Round it <laughs> Yeah. I'm actually really emotional. <laughs> okay, well, it's a six we'll anyway. We'll leave yeah. it. Oh, no, this means I can't do anything. No, I can, maybe. Okay. Okay. Oh, this has been so much fun, guys. We've got two more movies to go. Two more. And then we're at Endgame. How scary. I am a little bit scared. So excited. I'm actually though. terrified about what this movie's going to bring. For sure. I've had so many nightmares. It's not all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks, guys. We're going to come back with Ant-Man and the Wasp. And really, at this point, and I'm saying it again, like, how are we supposed to care about Ant-Man yes, and the Wasp honestly. after that movie? Um, I think they should have done Ant-Man and the Wasp first because it would have been a lot more, like, what's going on yep. when everyone disappeared. Yeah, so and I it think, wouldn't have given anything away. Yeah, I think you should have done that before Infinity. I'll pay that. Yeah, yeah. I'll 100% pay that. I think Captain Marvel was a nice yeah. afterthought. Yeah, because it's yeah. like 
here's the end, and then it's like, oh, here's the beginning, though. Yeah. And then they go into Endgame, which I think would have been excellent, but then it's like, and then the Wasp, oh, here's a little bit of unnecessary information here. Yeah. Nobody cares. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, guys. Well, that's it. Um, don't be a fucking casual, and... We, we will deep fry your kebab. Especially in this movie, which is where it's from. Hell yeah. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. Bye. We were born to die